Brow beating, B rating, and speed dating. It's pun intensive. Welcome to Pun Intensive, the puny podcast populated and perpetrated by a proud panel of precocious paranomasiacs with a passionate penchant for awkward alliterative augmentation. On our panel today, we have a retired veteran contestant of O. Henry's Pun Slinger competitions and currently serving as the executing producer of this same beloved event held annually at the Hysterical Museum site in downtown Austin. He's also the one who proofreads these introductory remarks. <laughs> Welcome back to our panel for the umpteenth time, David Guggenheim. Yay! We have that mysterious man of magic with the choice voice that our regular and irregular listeners would instantly recognize if I were allowing him to speak today. He's the longtime producer and off-time co-host who is taking time off today and goodness graciously has allowed me to commandeer today's speed dating episode, Aaron Faisal. Yay! <laughs> and off course, I am. Off course, yes, I am. Former producer emeritus of the aforementioned World Punning Championships in the awesome capital of Texas, occasionally acknowledged as Aaron's right hand man, coke reducer extraordinaire, and today's heir to his saliva soaked microphone. You know me, you loathe me, you can easily get <laughs> enough of me. Gary Halleck. Yay! First up on our docket today is. The most popular segment we call on our panelists for Zinger of the Week, where they demonstrate the surprising and unexpected ways that the wit and word can easily and naturally sneak into our everyday lives, loves, and laughs. This being our speed dating episode, we have asked everyone to boil their long-winded Zinger's setups down to just the bare essentials. One or two sentences, perhaps. Possible? <laughs> I doubt it. But let's give it a try. <laughs> Let's start off with Aaron. Aaron, have you got a zinger of the week for us? Yeah, I don't even need to set this one up. I'll just uh, give the punchline. You can fill in the rest. Kiss my 2020 hindsight. <laughs> and you used this in real life, did you? Oh, I have, yes. It was <laughs> one of the very few times I made my wife genuinely laugh. So <laughs> As opposed to the eye rolls I usually get. <laughs> be, be gentle with her. <laughs> is is I roll what they is I roll what they serve with dinner at Apple? And the other voice you're hearing in the background, of course, is David Guggenheim. David, have you got a zinger of the week for us this week? Yes, I do. Last week, due to an extra large hurricane season, extra active hurricane season, we had our first hurricane in many years hit the U.S. coast that was named after a uh, Greek alphabet letter. It was Beta, and I posted on a pun group on Facebook, which is the way I'm socially interacting these days, that beta was downgraded to VHS. Well, <laughs> one of our longtime punsters united nearly yearly, Tiff Limberly, commented, nobody has a machine to play it. And I said, well, it's streaming from the cloud. <laughs> Ooh, oh, double zinger. <laughs> Double zinger alert. Thank you, David. Don't use up all your zingers in one place. We might need some more later. And of course, last but not least on your list is my own zinger. I'm always prepared with zingers. They're usually very long-winded, but because we're doing the truncated speed dating show today, I'm going to try to pull this off in one sentence. Listening on the radio this morning to an in-depth piece about deep fakes, where the artificial intelligence can actually fake people's voices. The interviewer asked the expert, 
isn't this likely to sow division among people in politics? My hearing was not quite right to sow division. I started having an image of a cold bottle of Coca-Cola in my head. So division. Oh. And, oh. Then that was, <laughs> and then that was so depressing when I discovered that I wasn't going to a bottle of Coke. <laughs> so there we have it, Zingers of the Week. And after this short break, we're going to come back and we will play the waiting game. You love it. Hey, waiter, supposing you were running an eatery and a curious series of foreign objects keep showing up in your soup bowl, such as the time a customer shouted, hey, waiter, there's a Holly Quadrajet 4175 spread bore four barrel carburetor in my soup. <laughs> um, okay, um, but uh, didn't you order the low carb soup? Uh, oh, no, I didn't. And I demand to speak with your manager. Where is your manager? Uh, here. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Let me let me let me go get him. Hi, I'm the manager. <laughs> hey, manager. There's a Holly Quadrajet forty-one seventy-five spread bore four-barrel carburetor in my soup. What are you going to do about this? Well, it doesn't look like you're up to date. It's more like a presidential election. Fool injected. What? Is that all you? Is that all you can say? I'm I'm greatly offended. Obviously, this is a high-performance carburetor, and it's obvious to me that your chef is a drag racist. (laughs) So that customer was greatly offended and filed a complaint with the health department the very next day, and your restaurant was shut down. But the good news is that you filed for bankruptcy, wrote off the loss when you filed your income taxes, and were able to parlay the whole embarrassing experience into a successful presidential campaign. So it's all good. So we're going to take a break now, but after this, we're going to stir up some smoldering embers of our ever-burning question, is it a pun? And we're back. We are on now with our regular popular segment, Is It a Pun? Or in this case, Is It a Punniest of Show? Because we are coming up on the 43rd annual iteration of the punniest of show portion of the O. Henry Punoff World Championships. Long delayed from all the way back in May, but finally coming true. We are going to put it online as a virtual punoff. And to talk about it today is the producer slash host of that event, David Guggenheim. David, can you tell us a little bit about what's coming up for the punniest of show online? The uh, 43rd annual O'Henry Museum pun-off is virtually, virtually is the key word here, upon us. Because laughter is the best medicine during a pandemic, we are holding it virtually this year online. And if you would like to enter or would like a chance to enter, we are doing the lottery again this year like we have been ever since. We had far more people wanting in each year than we had spaces. So uh, if you go to... uh, facebook.com slash puny page. It will give you a link where you can register to enter your name in the lottery. And hopefully you will be allowed to enter. You have up until uh, midnight on October 5th, which is Monday, to get your name in the lottery. Then if your name is chosen, you can submit up to a two-minute video 
and it will be posted on our page, which will be launched soon after that. The page will be punoff2020.com. That's punoff2020.com. Now, that is not the registration site. So remember, if you want to uh, put your name in the lottery to enter, that is already posted on facebook.com slash puny page. It's also in the O'Henry Punoff Facebook group and punoff.com as well. You will be notified via email if you got in probably on the 6th of October. Then you will have two weeks until October 15th to submit your video. This will give you time to come up with something creative, sit in front of your cell phone, smartphone, tablet, whatever you use, record it. And then we will be sending you a uh, link where you can deposit that video. The general public will have a week between October 17th and October 24th to vote on their favorites. We will announce uh, first, second, and third place. And as usual, the first place will get a trophy, second place will get a medal, and third place, they'll get a medal too. So the winners will be announced on the 24th or on the 25th or something? It will be announced on the 25th, shortly after the 24th. People have through the 24th to vote. Okay, so the important thing here for the general public, if you're not one of the 32 lucky people who have gotten selected in the lottery, is to go go to punoff2020.com to cast your votes. A couple of other questions. I know a lot of people annoy the heck out of me by doing their videos in portrait mode rather than landscape mode. Have you got any kind of accommodations for that, or do we just throw all of them in the trash if they're in portrait mode? Yes. Thank you for asking. We do have two tips. The first one is shoot your video in horizontal or landscape mode so it fits the screen and it will look a lot better and probably get you more votes. And the other uh, tip is if you have access to a microphone, it will likely make your uh, recording sound better than using the built-in microphone in your phone or tablet. Now, if you don't, don't be afraid to enter. It's not that big a deal, but that was just a tip I'm passing on to potential contestants. I do have one request, and that is that you do not submit a video that was recorded at another pun off or another pun competition. You can use a routine you used at another competition, but please don't submit a video recorded at another competition because they may have the copyright on it. And we don't want them to ask us to take down your video. What do you think about people bringing props or costumes or enhancing their videos in some way to make it a little bit more accessible, like uh, scrolling um, subtext uh, across the top or bottom? I, I want them to use their creativity, their imagination. I'm not eliminating anything or suggesting anything. The only I will say that some of my all-time favorite Punniest of Shows had quite a bit of subtext. The only thing that we're going to edit out is if they have overt racism or hate speech or call to violence, anything like that, that would go against community standards. We um, Here and now that you are not calling for violence. <laughs> Guys, I'm getting really sick of watching two old men on the screen arguing against each other on two boxes on the <laughs> This is a dumpster <laughs> That's fire. That's two days in a row, man. <laughs> hey, Aaron, I'm just biding my time. <laughs> I'm just biding my tongue. If you have 
been to the O. Henry Punoff before in the past and seen or participated in the Punniest of Show competition, you will recognize that the actual rules of the competition state that your presentation is supposed to be designed to be delivered in 90 seconds, and that's 30 seconds of slop over, uh, pause for applause, or any kind of proper costume malfunction. But you are adhering to that in this particular event, too. You're just saying a two-minute drop-dead time limit, one second beyond two minutes, and you're disqualified. Is that right? Yes, the time limit of the entire video is two minutes. If the video shows up in our system as being two minutes and 12 seconds, it will be disqualified. So if a contestant has a preamble or an introductory remark or something, they're going to... It has to fit within the two minutes. They're in complete control. There is no claps of thunder. There's no uh, No fire fire truck next door. Basically, they can say, do pretty much whatever they want within those two minutes. And then the public will vote on how much they like it. And also similar to the traditional Henry Punoff, if you want to do a tag team thing with one or more of your friends, you're welcome to enter that as a team, but it's still only one video, right? Your video counts as one video, no matter how many people are in it. The other big question that I have is about the judging. Is the whole world going to have a chance to cast votes on this? And if so, do you have something in place to keep people from casting multiple votes? Anyone who goes to punoff2020.com can vote. As far as can anybody vote more than once, they have to uh, log on to vote. And I'm not going to tell anybody how to cheat. It's going to be a disaster. It's an absolute disaster. Uh, I'm going to get the proud boys to stand there and pull watch <laughs> thing for me. I, I don't know. I, I'm sure uh, a lot of people are going to vote and we will, after the election, find their ballots in the river. I, I actually have one legitimate question. Would you recommend for or against or, or do you abstain from answering um, doing a recording of you in front of an audience doing a routine? The public is judging. So I suggest that people do what they want to do. One other thing, is there such thing as a panel of judges that would overrule or score in case of a tie? With all of the public allowed to vote, the odds of a tie are unlikely. But if it happens, the MCs that have been producing the punoff for years will cast the tie-breaking votes. So log in to punoff2020 to cast your votes beginning on October 17th. If you are even mildly interested in participating as a contestant, I would urge you to go to punoff.com or Puny page on Facebook or one of the places that David mentioned and get signed up right away because that registration The fifth is the deadline for getting your name in the lottery. One other quick question, because I know the, it's begging the question here, but what happened to pun slingers? Is there going to be a pun slingers this year? The official O'Henry Museum pun off is only punniest of show this year, but rumor has it that Pun Intensive, which we're on right now, is going to attempt a Pun Slingers-type competition, and I'm sure there will be more information coming soon about that. Very soon. I'm going to throw the follow-up question then to Aaron. Aaron, do you know anything about this rumor? Well, I know that it is true. Uh, the- <laughs> Well, that's that's good enough for me. We'll go with that. There will be Thank you, Aaron. Moving on, because we are still in speed dating mode, 
We're going to uh, take another quick little break. And after this, we will all engage in a group sling along. That's right. All three of us are going to do it together. And we are back. And because this is our speed dating episode, we really need to knock this round out quickly. So we're going to alter the usual rules just a bit. Instead of three strikes, we'll be allowing only a single strike and you are out. Also, if you fail to present an on-topic pun within a count of three, you're also out. And just to make it even more interesting, we're going to set up the topic that is extremely shallow, just like our contestants. And that topic this time is states of the union that contain the letter J. Hmm. And because I'm so nice, I will volunteer to go first. All right. Let me see. Well, I knew Jersey Gwizdowski would do real well in this category. <laughs> Too bad he's not here. Uh, Aaron, to you. Uh, okay. Uh, it contains J. Um, hold on. Um, Sorry, you're out. Time's up. And it goes to David. David, states that contain the letter J. Is Janice Joplin, Missouri? And... <laughs> Sorry, David, you're out. Well, that's just about all the time we have for this special episode. I'm sorry, nobody even thought of Tejas. Uh, that's not very closed. friendly of you. <laughs> or, or how about New Joke City? So, well, that's all the time we have for this special speed dating episode. Sorry for our two losers. But turns out I'm the winner in that contest. So coming right up after another quick break, we're going to get some purple prose from the writers of the Purple Sage. Hopefully that will be sage brushed with depth. And we're back. Now, anyone have a personal plug to offer today? David, I know you were in line for some hair plugs. Uh, I know that seems kind of personal. Uh, were you able to regain any of your uh, follicles that were in distress? What? Uh, I'll take that as a no. David does not have personal plugs to offer. And Aaron, have you got anything to plug for us tonight? Uh, let's see. I have a lamp over here. All right. And Gary, do you have anything besides a granddaughter to plug or apartment for rent? <laughs> nope. Thank you for asking, though. All right. So we'll move right on to the next segment, Sage Advice. And I previously mentioned that we were going to offer some sage advice from our purple pros. In this case, our pros are wise veterans of the O'Henry Punoff World Championships. If you are indeed one of the lucky 32 who have claimed a spot in the pun-off lottery, you will be needing to do well in your punniest of shows submission, your submission that goes to punoff2020.com. So how can we help them with our sage advice? So long as we've already touched here on the theme of hair do's and don'ts, I'd like to offer some frosted tips for contestants who plan to record video submissions. For example, I would suggest that you show us a close-up of your expressive face. Everyone here knows that the eyes are the window to the soul. So I hope that jaw won't just take a dimple-minded cheek shot at each other. Lips hope 
Everyone offers up some very, very eyebrow wordplay. And Aaron, any sage advice from you for the contestants? I do, but it isn't nearly as clever or well-written as yours, but it is uh, uh, totes legit, and I hope everyone hears this. Presentation matters. If you have the gift of punnery, but your presentation might as well be a fruitcake, imagine a birthday presentation without panache. Gary's wife, Chris, massively presenting without any verve. Hondaka-ing a present to someone on the last day that they'd expect on the first day. Presentation matters. Make you look good, be full of energy, and don't just rely on the cleverness of your puns. David, on to you. Well, my sage advice was pretty much covered when you were questioning me earlier, and that is make sure that whatever you're using to record the video is in landscape, also known as horizontal orientation, and uh, I suggest you watch it yourself before you send it in and make sure it's under two minutes. Nothing punny going on there, but I do have one other technical piece of advice. When you are recording your video, if you're using an iPhone, do not put it in airplane mode. It will call you Siri. Siri, you can't be serious. And don't call me Siri. (laughs) Yes. That's the reason you should never use an Android, because you can't be Siri-less. Okay, well, thank you, Aaron and David, for those thoughtful words of wisdom. And that's about it for this special edition of Pun Intensive Speed Dating episode. Sorry we didn't have time to get past first base with this speed dating, but I paid our dating coach with a bad chick, so it's not surprising that the chick bounced. <laughs> but don't worry, we'll be back soon with more full-length episodes. Until then, I'm your host, du jour, Gary Halleck, signing off with my own favorite cat's praise. You are such a good little kitty, aren't you, Mittens? Oh, yes, you are. You're such a good little kitty. (laughs) 